Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Gabriel Menchaca. We're continuing in our Love Is series. Uh, this week we're talking about love is more than meets the eye. Love is more than meets the eye. Our main text today is 2 Corinthians 4, 18. It says this in verse 18, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So not too long ago, I read a story about a couple who got married and the, uh, the spouse, the wife, was actually in a horrible accident and it disfigured her face. And in one of the interviews, they actually asked the husband, like, so are you going to stay with her? Like, are you going to, you know, get a divorce? I mean, you know, she was beautiful and now she's, you know, horribly disfigured. Are you going to stay with her? And I remember his response was just so clear. Uh, he replied with just such clarity that we're, we're not married because of the way we look to each other. Uh, it, it had more depth. And so the idea that was clearly communicated in this is love is more than meets the eye. Love is more than the surface or the beauty that is seen on the outside. One of the things I want to look at today is when we actually look into what our culture is, we have been so immersed into the culture of the way things look. And when it comes to that culture of the way things look, it's hard to define love outside of that. You know, an, an attractive person in a movie scene walking into a room uh, and the music plays and everything goes into slow motion. Uh, and this has taught us that that's what love looks like. You know, a scene from a movie where someone is just so blown away by the physical appearance of another uh, person that they're just like, whoa, that's amazing. And in a sense, that's kind of what uh, culture has taught us, you know, through movies, uh, music videos, like all the stuff we see, Instagram, uh, the way that we view things has become almost a definition of love. The truth is, love exists outside of that appearance. The, the truth is that the greatest love story ever told uh, was about a man who was beaten, tortured, and killed. And it was, he was a bloody mess. Like he was full of blood, unrecognizable from all the things they did to him. And this is one of the greatest love stories ever told. Though the world responds to the love that Jesus had for all of us. And, and looking at the greatest love story ever told, it was not a very pretty thing. It was not very, you know, it didn't slow down. There wasn't music and the wind blowing. It was, it was a beautiful thing that, that happened for us, but its appearance was ugly. And so when we look at the, the greatest love story, ever told, uh, we, we see that just before his death, uh, Jesus asks our Father in heaven, he asks God to forgive all those uh, who hurt him because they didn't know what they were doing. And when we think about love and the idea of what love is, it is more than meets the eye. See, when, when people hurt Jesus in, in his death, just before he, he dies, uh, he says to God in heaven, he says, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. You know, even though they've hurt me, they've, they've tortured me, they've killed me, uh, forgive them. Love is that place that exists when all hope is lost and we still want the best for those around us. You know, when, when you think about everything, there's no benefit for you but you're still loving somebody. You want the best for them. There is nothing that you benefit from that. And that's what love looks like. And that's what Jesus demonstrated for us on the cross. Uh, somewhere along the way, we confused desire for love. Somewhere along the way, we confused desire for love. Um, 
I love could be the beginning of a sentence uh, to declare your favorite restaurant, you know, um, but it, it could also be to talk about your immense love for your children or your spouse, you know, so I love uh, can be the beginning of a sentence that can go in a bunch of different directions. Like I, I love this restaurant. I love uh, uh, these things. I love this favorite shirt. And so desire and love are not the same. Uh, desire is defined a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. So our contemporary context has taught us to desire more than to love. So, you know, in every day in this, in the scrolls and the feeds and, and all this stuff, and I'm not against social media. I, I think it's a great tool, but what it has taught us is to desire things. You know, you desire the shoes you see in that feed. You know, I remember the other day someone shared a, a picture and I was like, man, I want those shoes. They look awesome. So this, this idea is what happens is we've created and almost replaced this idea of what love is with desire. We desire things and we don't truly love them. Much like a person who purchases a pet animal, uh, you know, thinking in the beginning, oh, it's small, it's cute, it's, you know, it's going to be very easy to maintain. They don't think it through to the place that it grows. It becomes messier. It becomes more expensive to, to take care of, to properly care for an animal. And so the idea is that love thinks it through. Love is about the long haul, the long term. Uh, desire is about what you want right now. Desire is not love. Uh, love is more than meets the eye. Love has a depth. Love has a depth. Desire has an impulse. Love has a depth and desire has an impulse. And you know, it's one of the easiest way to tell these things apart. Love thinks it through, desire wants it for the now. And uh, in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, it says this, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Now, it's interesting that the way of the world is defined as the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So lust is defined a passionate desire for something a passionate desire for something. One of the things that can be really challenging to you as a Christian is to question your desire. When we desire something, it's, it's something we want right now. When we love something, it's what we think through. So when we say we love God, but we desire certain things, and we go with those desires more than what we say we love, it's very clear that we don't truly love something. So when we say we love God, but we pursue our desires, this kind of teaches us where we're at in our spiritual walk. This isn't to say that you're not able to be a Christian if you desire things. Every person desires things, but the reality is thinking it through to that place of, I love the Lord. I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to do whatever pleases the Lord. And instead of desire becoming what controls you, 
The love of God controls you. In Galatians 5, 17 through 21, it says this, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I read that scripture to bring about a comparison to what we read in 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. So I want you to be challenged today in knowing that love is more than meets the eye. Love is more than the attraction you have Love is more than the thing you desire right now. Love is thought through. And we all know the scriptures. If you don't know them, you can Google what does the Bible say about love? And you can read what the Bible describes that love actually is. And in that, we can begin to understand that uh, the difference of desire and the difference of love. Love has a depth. Desire has an impulse. And so I want to leave you today with that. Love is more than meets the eye.